Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. No Steve Sparky Pfeiffer today. Toby Altizer in for him. We're live from the Lakeland University studios offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals is Sparky's Midday Madness. And I believe they have an event coming up, Adam, that we need to check out. That is correct, Toby. We've been talking about this for the last few days now. It's time to mark your calendars, everybody. And I'm not reading this straight off. So uh, the uh, garage sale will be taking place. The annual Admirals Garage Sale at Panther Arena. That's coming up Tuesday, June 28th and Wednesday, June 29th. Uh, Toby, I don't know if you've ever been to one of these team garage sales or uh, fire sales that some teams will do after the season ends, but there will be game-worn jerseys available. Now we're talking. We'll have used and new sticks, other equipment with a significant price reduction, and these days, anytime you can get something for a value, you might as well. It'll be Tuesday, June 28th, 4 to 8 p.m. for full and half season ticket holders, and the general public will be able to go Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Panther Arena, that is the annual Admirals Garage Sale. All right, so you make sure you go check that out. Maybe go get yourself an Admirals jersey. That'd be pretty cool. I'm a Jersey guy, so, well, not from New Jersey, but I like jerseys. Well, you like anything team-branded. You're wearing a Texas Rangers hat today. I am, Which yeah. is very interesting, Mr. Nationals fan. Well, I will... See, I have rules about this sort of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. I'm a diehard Washington fan, all the Washington teams. I don't, I don't know where you stand on all this stuff, Adam. But I will wear any player I like pretty much in basketball. I'll wear other teams' gear in baseball. You won't catch me dead in anything but Washington gear unless it's a 36 Packers jersey in Leroy Butler. So then may I ask why the Texas Rangers hat? Uh, I went down to Texas a little bit ago. I'm also wearing it You're with a Bucky, Bucky shirt, shirt yeah. which I love. Yeah, so I mean, I've, I've got an uncle that lives in Texas, and also the T is kind of cool because it's going to be the Rangers, and for Toby, why not? The Texas Tobies. Yeah, why not? So that's kind of where I'm at. And speaking about baseball, I want to talk about this Brewers team, and, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because when I look at this Brewers team, I think I'm still higher on them than a lot of people. It's really easy to get caught up in the moment and look at what they've done over the last week or so, week and a half, maybe even just like the last couple weeks, and be discouraged by them. But I still look at them as a team that could contend for a World Series. I think they're pretty close to being that. Right now, they're they're kind of gone down a notch in my book, so I'm not as high on them. But I also haven't lost faith in this team. But I want to hear from you guys. Where are you at with this Brewers team right now? And we have a poll up at 1250 AM, the fan. Love for you to go vote on that. Or you can give us a call, 414-799-1250, or tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. And and the options really are this, because I want to know where Brewers fans stand on this. Are they a World Series contender? Are they just a playoff team? Are they a borderline playoff team? Are they not a playoff team at all? Because I I want to know where you're at. Because if, if I'm talking to Brewers fans and I'm, you know, I had a rant the other day on Bart's show, kind of going off on 
getting mad at Brewers fans. And the reason I got mad at Brewers fans wasn't because of what they were saying. It was because of the attitude of what they were saying it and the way that I think they perceive this Brewers team. And that's what made me frustrated. But if we're talking, if I'm talking to Brewers fans and they understand that this is still a really good baseball team that is probably going to the playoffs, more than likely, I think you could almost just go ahead and put them into the playoffs. They're probably going to win this division. If I'm talking to Brewers fans that still understand that this is a really good baseball team, then we can have a conversation. I'm fine with that. The ones I have a hard time with are the ones that think that they're not even a playoff team, the ones that don't think they're good at all, the ones that think that this team is really just overachieved at this point. Because, look, at, at this point, when you look at the Brewers, yes, have they beat up on some pretty poor baseball teams. Yeah, they have. There's no denying it. But at the same point, they've played who's been on their schedule, and they're still a half game up of the St. Louis Cardinals and the NL Central. And you can look around at this Brewers team and say, all right, this guy could play better. This guy could play better. Adam, I wonder, how many guys do you think on this Brewers team are overachieving? I would think of maybe one or two. And going off what I saw last night, I mean, the over-under is like one. And Well, and the guys I think that are overachieving are all pitchers. Yeah, and unfortunately, well, Maybe, unfortunately, Burnsy is probably the one, and he was struggling about a half inning ago himself. I would say he's – see, like, there's three levels to this. You're underachieving, you're playing to the level you should be playing, or you're overachieving. I think a lot of the guys have been playing to the level or underachieving. The The couple of guys I would look at and say are overachieving right now. Up until the other night, Josh Hader, I know he's the best mm, closer in baseball. I still think he's – uh, playing at a higher yield. Yeah, that I mean, was that, rough, that's, yes. That's over, dude, going 40 straight appearances, not allowing a run until June 7th or whatever, that's kind of overachieving to an extent. Like he He's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. He's going to win the Reliever of the Year award again. But for him to have a sub-1 ERA to this, if he, took, if he gave up a couple more runs throughout the year and his ERA went up, it's still not bad. But I think he's kind of overachieved. The other guy... You know, we can argue about that one. The other guy is Eric Lauer. I don't think there's any question that I felt like he's overachieved. Then we look at the rest of this pitching staff. All right, Freddie Peralta. When he was on the mound, he was underachieving. Brandon Woodruff, when he's been on the mound, underachieving. Adrian Hauser, underachieving. Ashby and Burns, I think they're kind of playing at the level you'd expect. You look around the bullpen, uh, Boxberger and Devin Williams, again, I think kind of where you expect. Maybe borderline overachieving. And then we look at the lineup. Christian Yelich leading off today, obviously underachieving. Colton Wong, I think he's kind of underachieved. Center fielders, Taylor and Kane. Taylor had a really hot stretch for about two weeks, but I would say overall he's underachieved, and we know Kane is underachieved. So then we keep looking around at Hunter Renfro. I think he's playing to about the level. Rowdy Tellez about playing to the level. Omar, same way. Arias, after starting really well, I think he's playing about the level now. Adamus, I actually think you could say Adamus is underachieved at this point because of how low his batting average is. Trying to do his part today. Yeah, absolutely. But that, that's what I'm saying. Look around the lineup, and you have how many dudes that I just said were underachieving. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, you watch them night in, night out, and you think, wow, this team is not good enough to win a World Series. But I think if you start having these guys show up, and play to the level that they can play, that we've seen them play at, not just once, not just twice, but we've seen them do it throughout their careers, I think you could see this offense getting turned around. You know, we talked about it on the big show, is this offense fixable? I don't know that bringing in a bat at the deadline, just one bat, is going to make that much of a difference. I think if you bring in a center fielder, that'd be really nice. But again, is, is one guy coming into this lineup going to make that big, big of a difference? Think about it. Say in the offseason you brought in Trevor Story instead of Andrew McCutcheon to be your guy in the DH slot. How much better is this Brewers offense with Trevor Story than just Andrew McCutcheon? Is it going to be better? Absolutely. Is it going to be astronomically better where people are thrilled with this offense? No, they're not. So I, I don't know that one guy is going to make a huge difference on this Brewers offense, but I think collectively – if guys can just start playing better. Like, sometimes you can't quantify these things. This is why I think the Celtics and, and the NBA Finals, to, to go into that sort of realm, this is why I think that they're probably going to win this thing. 
No one in b- basketball has played better than them. You can quantify all these different things. You can look at the stats. You can. They just have played better. Sometimes you can't break that down in terms of numbers. Sometimes guys just have to play better, and that's why we get frustrated with hearing Coach Bud talk about that nonstop with his coaching, but sometimes that's the truth. And I think with this Brewers lineup, I think that's the truth of it because one through nine, if I were to name you the, the names off of that list – you would say, well, it's not an exciting offense, but it's also like I know every one of those guys that's in the lineup. I've heard of them before. How many teams are starting guys? And yes, those are the same teams that are going to have a star in the three-hole or leading off or hitting in a cleanup, whatever the case may be. But the, also, when you get down to eight and nine, you're like, who's that guy? Never heard of him before. The Brewers have guys. They just have to actually step up and play. And so for me, I think when you look at them going forward, I think you could still put them in the World Series contender uh, category. I understand if you don't want to do that. I just want to know where Brewers fans are at, though, because if you don't think they're at least a playoff team, then I I think you're off base here. I don't think you understand how good this Brewers team is. 414-799-1250 or tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, go vote on the poll up there right now that Adam put up. Where do you stand with this Brewers team? Where are you at? Give us a call. Tweet us. Go vote on the poll. Let's get out to Mike the Painter. Mike, what's going on? Good afternoon there, Toby. How's it going, Mike? You know, our pitching is World Series caliber. 100%. But the team as a whole, no. We do need another bat and a fielder. If we get another bat, that could be infectious. It could turn other guys around. You never know. You could get that guy in the clubhouse that could just make everybody click. It has happened, and it could happen. Well, Willie last year, because people forget the Brewers were under five hundred last year when they acquired Willie Adamas. Right. And we're there. You know, but we didn't have the team that we had when we were a game away from getting to the World Series. So out of those options... Now we have the pitchers. We just need to start achieving as batters, like you're saying. They're underachieving. But I think if we get another fielder, because I, I'd like to get a center fielder, and it's sort it's sad to say, but that's what we need right now. Oh, 100%. You're not wrong there, Mike. So if you're looking at it out of the options, you know, World Series contender, playoff team, barely a playoff team, or not a playoff team, where do you stand with the Brewers right now? We're a playoff team because of the fault, because of the division we're in right now and the pitching we have. Yeah, absolutely. And see, these are the conversations I can have with people, right? Like, Mike, we can agree that they're a playoff team and we can look. And I was listening to Rami the other day, and I I had to turn it off the other day with a caller because he was saying, well, are we sure that they're going to the playoffs? Like, I I get where you can be a little bit iffy on this team, but they are still really good. They are, and hitting's down. And that's all because of the stupid baseball. Yeah, I think I don't know we, how much I want to blame on this baseball. Like I, I think it, I it's a combination to. If, if of factors. If down all around, it's if the batting average is down across the board. Well, you know, what did what did uh, what did uh, Bart say this morning? There's ten guys with barely a three fifteen average. That's because that's partially because of the baseballs. I think it's a lot of how players are being pitched nowadays. Oh, that too. Pitching pitching is way better, but. I don't know. I, I'd have to point to the baseball, and I don't like it. There's too much change, and baseball's getting really stale. All right, Mike. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. 414-799-1250 if you want to hop in on the conversation. Where do you stand with this Brewers team? World Series contender? Are they a playoff team? Are they borderline a playoff team, or are they not a playoff team at all? Where do you stand with it? Give us a call or tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan will continue the conversation next on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. To all the Brewers fans, hang with us. You know, it's been a great run, and just hang with us because uh, it's been a lot of adversity, and somehow counts pieces it together. And David and Matt and, and, and the group, man, they, they were in there every day kind of stirring the soup to try to make it taste better. So you heard from Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy the other day on the Gene Wagner baseball, Gene Wagner Plumbing baseball postgame show with Tim Allen, talking about this Brewers team and their struggles. Hopefully today they can get a win 
for you in this series against the Phillies. I had high expectations of them finally getting an off day, coming back, being able to hopefully get things back on track, and that has not been the case here. The offense has been awful. There's no beating around the bush. This offense is going through a little bit of a skid right now where they can't get anything going. And even when they do get something going, it's like what happened in the first inning today where it's a Willie Adamas homer, which you get excited about, but it's only a solo shot. And that's only one run. And next thing you know, if you're not having any sort of cushion, if your pitcher has one pitch he misses or like Hayter the other night where he misses with a couple of them, next thing you know, you're down. And this Brewers team needs to do a better job at the plate. But I'm interested to see where Brewers fans stand on this. Where do you stand with this Brewers team? Are they a World Series contender still? Do you Are you 100% sold that they're still a playoff team? Or do you think they're not even a playoff team or just barely a playoff team at this point? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250AM. The fan, make sure you go vote on that poll. I do want to get some results on that just to see where Brewers fans are at with this team. Because, again... If we can have a conversation with Brewers fans and they can understand truly that this Brewers team is really good and that this Brewers team is better than ones that you've seen in the past and where your expectations are should be more than just winning a division at this point, then I can have the conversation with you guys. It's the ones that I, the fans that don't think they're a playoff team or think they're barely going to squeak in. I have a hard time with some of those fans because I think they're being extra negative, and I just don't think they understand how good this team is. That's why we've talked about that a couple times when I've been in, is I don't know if Brewers fans do understand how good this team is, or maybe you just have high expectations and they're not meeting them, so you're just a little bit down on them more so than you usually would be. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, I do want to know where you guys stand with it. Where do you stand with the Brewers? 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Nate, who's in North Milwaukee. Nate, what's going on, man? What's going on, Toby? How you doing, um, Nate? I, my thing is, I, I believe they are a playoff team, but I, but for me, that's not good enough. You know, we've been in the playoffs the last sure. four years, um, and it's the same old, same old with the, te- with the team when it gets to the playoffs. Um, the offense doesn't show up. So that's what I feel like. Some of the some of the people like some of the people that I talk to, it's just that the it seems like it's going to be the same old same old when it when it's time for playoff time. The offense is going to struggle, and um and like it's like the offense is going to struggle. The pitching is going to be good, and then you're losing two to one games um when this when it's opportunity to score. But then another thing I was telling Adam was for me it's the it's watching these games. And I don't know how Tim Allen does it. He watches every pitch, but when you watch these at bats, you see a guy who comes in, a guy who comes into the bullpen, throwing just wild. You know, he walks the first guy in front of him, and then the next guy comes up and just swings right out the box and hits into a double play or or uh, flies out or something like that. And it's like the approaches that you that you see at the plate now is like it's ridiculous, and it's like. If you're struggling to produce offense, like the approach at the plate has to be better. If you're if you're not scoring runs um, by hitting the ball, then at least your approach at the plate has to be better. And that's what I just that's just what I struggle with. And one more other thing is, I, t- I listened to you in the morning, you and Bart, and you said that they could be a World Series team with with the uh, pitching uh, being good mm-hmm. and the offense not being so good. But for me, it's, they'd be struggling. they have been struggling with defense as well. Yeah. You can't have if – you, if, you, if you cut it into a pie, you're, you're not going to win a World Series with two, two, of, uh, two out of the three uh, chunks of the pie not pulling their weight. You can't have offense not be, uh, being there. And you can't not have defense not showing up too. So – it, you just cannot going to win a World Series with pitching. That's what that's what that's what a little uh, irritates me a little bit. But yeah. All right, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Yeah, and see, I, I think he brings up some good points. Like he said, you know, the defense hasn't been good either, and maybe that's something that we've neglected a little bit is this defense, and it does need to be better. Uh, I, I think overall, I'm still sold on this team being able to get out. Of, I mean. If there's a time for you to go on a bit of a slide and really struggle, it's right now or maybe just in July. Don't do this in 
August and September when you're gearing up for the playoffs. And I think that this sort of slide is what we saw the Brewers do last year in September. Like, this is what we saw the Brewers do at the end of last year going into the playoffs. And this is why they struggled in the playoffs. So I'd rather them go ahead and do this now. You're going to have ups and downs with this lineup. I I, kind of thought that's where it would be. And I I understand why people are frustrated with this team. I understand why people are down on this team. I, I just think for the people that don't understand that this team is still one of the best in baseball, that's still one of the best teams in the National League, I think you're being a little bit dishonest about this Brewers team or being a little too negative and and not giving them a fair shake because this team has gone on a streak now where they've played really poorly over the last week, two weeks, and they're still in first place in the NL Central. And you can look at it and say, well, they only beat up on the bad teams. And sure, they're going to have a good record against the bad teams, and Yes, you'd like to see them do better against these good teams, and these are the good teams that you'll have to face in the playoffs. But this Brewers team's also dealt with injuries. I just think when you look all around, you can look at it different ways. That's what the enigma of the Brewers is this season. You can look at it two different ways. You can be negative and see, again, I told you so. Look at the offense. They're terrible. The pitching struggles a little bit, and they can't win any games. Or you can look at it and say, well, you know what? A lot of guys are going to play better at some point this year. Or at least I hope. You know what? If everyone sticks around this point, then yeah, maybe you're right that they won't make the playoffs. But again, going off of what I've seen in careers of these guys, going off of what I've seen long enough from some of these guys, I know they're going to be able to turn it around. Maybe they're not going to reach the high mark of what they've done throughout their careers, but they're going to be better than what they've done the last two weeks. And if they're just a little bit better, hopefully a lot better than what they've done, then I think this team can be pretty good. I still think that this offense can be good enough. Combined with the pitching staff. Now, the pitching is going to have to carry you. There's no question about it. You're going to have to depend on guys like Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, Josh Hader, Freddie Peralta. All these guys are going to have to step up and play at some of the highest level they've ever played. But that's what you expect out of greatness. When you try to win a World Series, when you try to win a championship in any sport, you expect greatness out of your stars. Never did you go into a NBA Finals with LeBron and expect LeBron to be carried by the rest of the team. You expected LeBron to do the heavy lifting, and that's what the pitchers for this Brewers team are going to have to do. They're going to have to do the heavy lifting. They're going to have to make up for the shortcomings of this offense, and I think they're up to it. Again, looking back at the NLDS from last year, we can talk about this Brewers offense and how bad it is, and yes, you'd like to see them put six and seven runs up on the board for this pitching staff so they can have it a little easier, but do you think they can do what they did what the Braves did in the NLDS last year against the Brewers. Because I think the pitching for the Brewers can do what the the Braves did to the Brewers. I question if the offense can do it. And I, I don't I don't think I see a way that they couldn't at least be able to do what the Braves did. The Braves last year, I think the scores were, if you could look this up for me, Adam, last year's NLDS. But if I recall, it was like 2-1, to one, Brewers won game one, and then it was like 3 to nothing, 3 to nothing, and 5-4. to four. You telling me in four games that the Brewers couldn't score what the amount of runs that the Braves did there? What's that? Twelve runs? So game one was Milwaukee two Atlanta one. Yep. And then the next three Atlanta won games two and three, three nil, and then took the fourth game five to four. So do you think and I want to get your thoughts on this, Adam, here in just a little bit. Do you think that the Brewers offense could give you that sort of production in a series? Because I think they could. It only takes one or two guys getting going. Guy gets on, one guy runs into a homer, there's two runs. Are you ever going to blow a team out? No. Are you going to win a game 9-3 to three in the playoffs? Probably not. Is it going to be edge-of-your-seat, nail-biter from, from the jump against a team like the Dodgers if you have to play them? Absolutely. But I think this offense can give you just enough that if this pitching staff plays up to its standard that this Brewers team could still be a World Series contender. 414-799-1250. You can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. Let's get to MJ on the south side. MJ, what's going on? Hey, guys. Uh, great show. Thank you for taking my Appreciate call. Appreciate it. Um, so here's what I love about, uh, about the MLB and the Brewers. I love to throw the game on and hear Euchre while I'm outside grilling. 
I love to throw the game on the TV while me and the family are doing stuff inside. I love to go to the games. I love to, you know, tailgate. I love to just be there, soaking in the atmosphere, meeting friends or just going out, you know, just a few people. And and just it, it's just so wonderful. I love it so much. Um, I have so many memories of going to back in County Stadium with my dad, and his good buddy was a Tigers fan. And, you know, just constantly watching the Tigers beat up on the Brewers, you know, as everybody did back in the day. Um, you know, and, and just so many memories uh, like that. And that's what I love. Um, but, you know, every year I come into it and I, I don't expect that the Brewers are going to really sniff at it. You know, no matter how good they are, I mean, it's, they've always been kind of – they're never in the catbird seat, you know. I mean, they're always just kind of trying to get into that position. And, and you know, that's a structure of how the MLB is. And, I, you know, and then as AR was saying, oh, well, that sounds kind of sad. But, you know, sometimes the real life is sad, right? Um, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to stop watching. It doesn't mean that I'm not rooting for the Brewers. I, I've got all that gear. I go every single year, even when they uh, don't really have much of a chance of doing anything at all. Um, but, you know, I, I guess my point is just, you know, I take it in uh, in that perspective. So, Hey, whatever they end up doing, they end up doing. If they, if they ever, God willing, got to uh, the World Series and even more God willing that they ever won it, that's, that's fantastic. It will blow my mind. But, I, you know, for my own personal mental health, I, you know, I can't get hung up on it like that. So that's just kind of how I view it, and I still love my brew crew, even though I know that the deck is stacked against them. Uh, yep. Thanks for taking my call, man. Yeah, appreciate it, MJ. Yeah, I mean, it is a tough one for the Brewers when you do have a small market team and it's a sport that doesn't have a salary cap and you are going to have the odds stacked against you. You cannot swing and miss on some of these guys that, unfortunately, it seems like the Brewers have at this point. Uh, Lorenzo Cain being on the end of his deal and kind of giving you a whole lot of nothing this year, that's a hard one to overcome. And obviously, the the big one is Christian Yelich at this point. You combine those two guys, and you're not getting a whole lot of production out of them. That's going to hold the team back. But I think you're still able to do some of the things because you brought in guys like Rowdy Telez, Willie Adamas, guys that can make a difference. And then you combine that with the pitching staff that the Brewers have, and you you could see this team making a real splash and a possibility of making a deep run. That's why I have faith in them still is I have faith in this pitching staff being able to be good enough to limit a team. And then you have Craig Council being able to maneuver through the bullpen and how he's going to handle situations in the playoffs. I think you combine those two things, and your offense doesn't have to be as good as the Dodgers. Your offense doesn't have to be as good as even the Cardinals or someone like that with the pitching you have. And I think when you see what the Brewers are able to do at times with this offense. I think if you can get some of the guys going, going into the playoffs, and you have enough of them playing well, I think that can lead to success in the playoffs. 414-799-1250. Let's get out to Mike in West Dallas. Mike, what's going on? Uh, doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good, Mike. Where hey, do you stand with this Brewers team? Uh, yeah, I, I think they're a playoff team, but I think they're a one-and-done playoff team Okay. Uh, for a couple different reasons. So, Obviously, there's three, the three parts to baseball, right? Pitching, defense, and offense. They're sixth in pitching. We all know they have great pitching. They're 24th in fielding percentage, so they're not a very good defensive ball club. No. And they're 26th in batting average. So two of those three parts, they're really not a very good baseball team. Uh, but pitching, you know, is probably the most important part in baseball. Uh, now, the Dodgers, they have three guys hitting 285 or better. They have one at 277. Cardinals have five guys hitting 270 or better. Right now, the Brewers have one guy, uh, and that's uh, Omar Nevaez, who's hitting 270. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know who. I don't even yeah. know if I could name someone who's batting over right. 270. And he's got 100 at bats, and he's not really a power guy. So he's, he, you know, he's a decent at bat. But do you see the talent discrepancy there? Oh, without you know, a doubt. For, for kind of their the guys that they're playing against, and. The only reason they're a playoff team is because of the division that they're in. They get to play the Pirates, the Reds, and the Cubs. If they were in the East or if they were in the West, I don't think they're a playoff team. You know, that, that, is, to... that is a valid point. The one thing I want to say, though, is like 
I don't think you can you know we talk about this pitching staff all the time and sometimes we kind of dismiss it because of the offense but I don't think sometimes we understand how much a good pitching staff can make up for all the woes in a postseason because you know if if the Brewers come out say and early on they were able to hit a home run and take a one nothing lead and you've got Corbin Burns on the mound and you're going to be bringing Josh Hader and Devin Williams and those guys in in the end what do you need? Maybe two to three runs to be able to win that game? Because, you know, in the postseason, Jason Alexander is not taking the mound unless it's a blowout. You're going to be sticking with Burns, Woody, Peralta, Lauer. You're going to be using Ashby probably out of the bullpen. I mean, you're going to stick with your A-plus arms. And that's why I think... I say this because I grew up in the D.C. area watching the Nationals. And that year that they won the World Series, their offense was not good. Their offense was not good at all. Their bullpen was terrible, but the way they maneuvered the pitching, they had a couple guys that stepped up. And yes, the Brewers don't have an Anthony Rendon or a Juan Soto in their lineup, but it only took two or three guys in the lineup stepping up to really make the difference with the pitching they had. And that's what I see with this Brewers team. When you go into a series with this pitching, if you can have a guy step up, and it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's Rowdy, whether it's Luis Arias, Adamas, McCutcheon, Yelly, whoever it is, if you can just have a handful, maybe two to three guys step up in that lineup, you can win that series because the pitching is going to hold down the other team so well. I would I would agree with you that pitching is kind of the great equalizer. You know, it's like having Aaron Rodgers, right? Yep, if you have Aaron exactly. Rodgers, you you always have a chance to get to the playoffs and, and get to you know get to the postseason. Um, the one thing I will disagree with you on though is I, I do think that a bat would make a big difference. Uh, how big of a difference do you think it would have? And it's got to be a good bat. It's got to be a guy who's going to hit 280 or better for power. But how big of a difference would that make for the guys hitting around? that person they're going to get better pitches to hit and it's going to be it's going to relieve a lot of stress off the other guys in the lineup it's like having a Devonte adams right sure as a wide receiver lazard he gets better targets cobb gets better targets because a lot more of the attention is focused on that one guy that the other pitching staff needs to be concerned with so i would disagree with you in that regard that i think if they did add a legit bat and ethan small is your best trade chip right now uh, because he's a former first-round pick, yeah. he's 23, he's left-handed, and he's not going to hurt you in the immediate. I just think that their their window is the next couple years, yeah. as long as Burns and Woodruff are under contract. So I think they need to strike while the iron is hot and be aggressive uh, at the deadline to get a bat. All right, Mike, appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what he said there. Um, I think you could bring in a bat, and they could make a big difference in center field. I would disagree. I don't think I would move Ethan Small. I think if I look through that pitching staff and if you identified that that's a strength and that's the thing that you would maybe trade out of because you don't want to trade some of the other prospects, the guy that I would not be opposed to trading if you combined it with another prospect and you could get an A-level bat, if we're talking pitchers, would be Adrian Hauser. I don't think you can move Eric Lauer at this point. You've seen that he can be too good. I don't think you can move Ashby at this point. He's shown that he could be a really special and I don't know yet what Ethan Small is, so maybe you could say that it should be Ethan Small. But I also think that he could be someone that could be middle to top of the rotation potential. So I don't know that I want to move him. I kind of know what Adrian Hauser is at this point. And yes, he's a solid pitcher. And yes, he's been one of the better pitchers for the Brewers if you look at his ERA over the last couple of seasons. But you know what he is. He's not an overpowering pitcher. He's a ground ball guy. And I just think he's going to be perennially a really solid pitcher, but nothing incredibly special like what Ashby could turn into or maybe Small could turn into. So I would consider moving him if you could get an A-level bat. That's who I would look at. And to further your point, Toby, uh, for Hauser being trade fodder, we have to also take into consideration... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Who the one and two guys are in our rotation on a regular basis. And remember, there are a lot of teams out there that don't have a one and two guy like we do. So a man like Hauser, who's fourth in our rotation for a lot of other teams, especially ones maybe that are kind of on the cusp of the playoffs, they aren't going to be in the position to maybe go get the big ace, the big guy that might be on the market, but they're going to be in a position where it's either they make the playoffs or they don't. A guy like Hauser could be very valuable if their rotation is kind of middling in the middle of Mm -hmm. baseball. Well, and the reason I still am not 100% sold on moving a pitcher is because you have to think going forward, you know, we talk about the future of the Brewers all the time, but then people want to move a pitcher, and I just don't think that you can, because think about this. When you come up for a contract, who's going to cost more? A guy like Willie Adamas or a guy like Corbin Burns? Corbin Burns by a lot, by a lot. Pitching is so expensive. Middling pitchers that are that show any sort of potential get paid a lot of money. It usually doesn't necessarily work out for the team, but they get paid a lot of money. The Brewers can't afford pitching in free agency. You know what they can't afford? Guys like Willie Adamas that you could find that are a solid bat, but they're not a, necessarily a top five at their position. They can't afford these pitchers, so they need these guys to be able to be on cheap team control, and that's what they have right now. That is actually a really good point, and I actually remember when I was in college, I tried out for the UW Lacrosse baseball team. They had open tryouts at the start of spring, and we all went out and we tried out for the team. I was going to be second base, and long story short, I was awful. I had trained, actually, leading up to it, and I still was even below a D3 level of baseball talent, but when we were doing the exit interview, if you want to call it that, uh, with Coach Schwartz, they mentioned, hey, can you pitch? Because we're always taking pitchers. And it just goes to show that even at low-level college baseball, pitchers are a premium oh, all the way up to the everything. top. Pitching drives everything. If you don't have a good pitcher, good luck. And the Brewers have it. So they're going to be in any sort of game that they – any series they're in, they're going to have the best pitching staff, so they're going to have a chance. Real quick, Adam – to answer this question, where do you stand? I've kind of made it clear that I still think maybe they've gone down a little bit of a notch to me, but I still think they're an, a contender for the World Series because of this this pitching staff, and I think the offense can give you just enough. What do you think? Well, if they play the way they did last night, they're going to be a borderline playoff team. But I think once we kind of get into – and you, you made a great point earlier, and it's been said a million times about baseball – it is the roller coaster sport of the 100%. sports world. In May and June, you can go on a five game, six game plus losing streak. By the 4th of July, you're winning 10 straight. Then you hit that low. Then you coast right into September, and suddenly you're on the cusp of a World Series. So, right now, I am also, though it stinks I went to a game I watched them lose 10 0, I am overall happier that they're kind of doing this now. Uh, Once we get on the other side of the All-Star break, I'm going to be a lot more concerned if this happens again. Uh, Right now, I'm going to side with the majority who have answered our poll at 1250 AM, the fan. I'll say they're a playoff team. Uh, I do agree. I think that was Mike and West Dallas. For better or worse, they do benefit from being in the division they are in. They're going to get those series wins against the Cincy's, the Cubs, and the Pirates of the world. And that will bolster them, I think, at bare minimum, to the second place spot. They're tied with St. Louis right now as we sit on June 9th. I think they're a playoff team. I don't worry all that much about them missing the postseason, 
There's going to be some tough competition once we get around to September and October baseball. The Mets are playing very good. That NL West is always usually stacked, and this year is no exception. We've seen what a team like the Padres can do. Eventually, the Brewers are going to play the Dodgers. I think that'll be a good litmus test, as it always is, for what they can do in the postseason. I'll tampen my expectations a little bit and say they're a playoff team at this moment in time. Yeah, and I, I think that's about where a lot of Brewers fans, and that's what the majority has said up to this point, I, I think that's a good place to be at. I think that's fine. I just struggle talking to Brewers fans that don't believe that they're still one of the better teams in baseball and they're going to be a playoff team. Because those people, I just don't think, understand how good this team is. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You want to go vote on that poll? It's at 1250 AM. The fan on Twitter, go vote. Where do you stand with this Brewers team? I'll update you on the Brewers game. What's going on down at American Family Field as they wrap up their series against the Phillies? You can give us a call as we wrap up Sparky's Midday Madness in just a little bit. 414-799-1250. And Sam Schmitz, he's in for Rami. He'll join us coming up in just a little bit. Toby Altizer in for Sparky today on Sparky's Midday Madness, presented by the Milwaukee Admirals on 1250 AM. The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness, 1250 AM. The Fan. Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer today. We're live from the Lakeland University Studios offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. And Sparky's Midday Madness is presented by the Milwaukee Admirals, and they got an event coming up, Adam. Yeah, we'll mention it one more time. The annual garage sale is taking place in a couple of weeks. I actually will be back from Canada for this event Tuesday, June 28th. And Wednesday, June 29th at Panther Arena. If you head on down on Wednesday when the sales open to the general public 11 a.m. to 7, you might see me perusing some of the Admirals game-worn jerseys. Nice. Also some new and game-used sticks. Yeah, I get a jersey to go alongside my Ty Domi Maple Leafs jersey. I can count on one hand, Toby, the amount of people who own a Ty Domi jersey. Here, let me do it quick. Me. Okay, that's it. Yeah, uh, the, the other, and Ty Domi, or and, whatever you say his name was. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that probably has jerseys and pictures of himself in his man cave. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, there's that could be wrong a, with that. If you're a professional athlete, you can flaunt that a little bit. Oh, uh, man, I don't know. I mean, maybe a picture or two, but he is the kind of, I'll say it, he's a little conceited. He's going to have, like, walls of his Let stuff. Let me tell and, you, if I was a professional ever and had jerseys, I would have them lining my walls. This seems like a good question for Rami and Sam. They they go back and forth about this kind of stuff all the time. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. Unless I was a Hall of Famer. And Ty Domi is not a Hall of Fame hockey player. <laughs> so, But I liked his aggressiveness. So, Real quick, though. You go. said you're going to Canada? Yes. Uh, actually, I leave very, very early uh Monday morning, we're going to be going to Niagara Falls. Nice. Now, I've been to Canada a lot. My dad and I used to actually do, we would go with my church, and we would go to northern Ontario to do um, minor construction projects for this church camp. It would be way, way up. Like, you have to fly in on one of those water planes to get to the place. Uh, So I've been to Canada a lot. Never been to Niagara Falls. Really? Never been there. I've been to Niagara Falls once, but I only went to the Canadian side. That's where I'll, I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Ontario. Uh, yeah, we're leaving Monday. We'll be back uh, very late, probably on Saturday. And I'm looking forward to it. This is going to be, I think, the first vacation I've taken that wasn't just to visit family in Wisconsin in, I think, over a year. So this is gonna, I'm looking forward to it a lot. And also, again, looking forward to the Admiral's Garage Sale. By the way, it is uh, also available Tuesday for full and half-season ticket owners from 4 to 8 p.m. on the 28th. Uh, So, again, Panther Arena, Tuesday, June 28th, Wednesday, June 29th, Admiral's annual garage sale at Panther Arena in downtown Milwaukee. The real question is, are they going to have some of those fish fry uniforms? Yeah, I don't know about that. Sparky and I have ours. I want some. We have our fish fry T-shirts that uh, John Greenberg, president of the team, was gracious enough to send. I want some of those jerseys. Those are cool. I'm going to have to double-check. Maybe I can text John and see if they're going to have them available. It says game-worn jerseys, and they wore them for a whole weekend. But I thought that those ones were also kind of sold through, like, a charity auction That is well. true. That so is true. Maybe they don't have – but either way, th- those would be cool to have. Even if it's not game-worn, they had an extra one. I'd love that. All right, let's talk a little bit more about this Milwaukee Brewers baseball team before we are joined by Sam Schmitz, who's in for Rami today. Uh 
the Brewers struggling a little bit today. It's a one-to-one in the fourth inning. Corbin Burns, not necessarily his best outing. Now a little bit of struggle back-to-back outings. 90 pitches in the fourth inning. He's loaded the bases once. He struggled, but hopefully he's able to get it all turned around. But where do you stand with this Brewers team? Are they just a playoff team? Are they a borderline playoff team? Not a playoff team at all? Or do you think they're still a World Series contender? Because I'll still beat the drum that I think they're really good. I still think that they can be a World Series contender. But where do you stand with them? 414-799-1250, or you can tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan looking at the poll that's up on at 1250 AM, the fan on Twitter. Go vote on that. So far, not too, too many votes, but we got enough to at least give you an idea of where people are standing. 11% say that they are a World Series contender. I am one of those votes. 48% 48% say that they are a playoff team. 32% a borderline playoff team. And only 9% saying they're not a playoff team. So that's kind of what I expected to see. I just wanted to make sure because I know some Brewers fans thought it was the end of the world watching what happened over this past weekend and what's happened so far this series. Because, yes, you had some high hopes. At some point, I'd love for them to actually get some wins so we can give Craig Council this record as the winningest manager in Brewers history. It would have been really nice if they could have won two games more at home during this series because then they could have at least allowed Craig Council to enjoy this at American Family Field, but maybe he'll just win today and get the tie before he heads out on the road trip. And then he'll do it against your team. He he definitely will become the winningest manager against the Nationals. Even if they don't win today, they're winning two against the Nationals. I don't I don't really care what anyone says. They're they're going to beat the Nationals two out of three. But either way, when I look at this team, I think that they're a lot better than some people are giving them credit for. I think that they're going to be able to go on a deep playoff run, and I think that they're going to be right there in the mix of things in the National League throughout the season. We can get a little hasty and get a little bit overreactionary to what happened during this week's stretch. But in reality, this team is really good. This team is going to be around it all year long, and I think there's a chance that they're going to be around at the end of the year fighting for that piece of metal, as Rob Manfred would call it. All right, let's get to one phone call before we get to Sam Schmitz, who's hosting the Rami Show today, 414-799-1250. Let's talk to Iron Mike. Mike, what's going on? Hey, what's shaking? I know you guys are pressed for time. Uh, I just want to give my two cents. I think the Brewers have always been uh, pretenders, not contenders. I think they're very competitive, but in the end, they just don't have the horses, and we're not a major market team. We'll never get it done in a World Series ever. All right, Mike. Well, that's not necessarily the uh, attitude I'd like to hear, but I can understand where you're coming from. It's realistic. I've lived 65 years in this market. All right, Mike. Well, let's hope that they, let's hope that you're wrong this year. Let's hope I that am. they can get I it really done. I really am. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, I appreciate it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Sam Schmitz, he's in for Rami today for hosting the Rami Show. We'll talk with him. We'll ask him about this Brewers team and see what's coming up on today's Rami Show next on 1250 AM, The Fan. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. Toby Altizer, Adam Roberts, and we're now joined by Sam Schmitz, who's in today for Rami Maklov on the Rami Show. Real quick before we get to what's going on on Rami's show, where do you stand, Sam, with this Brewers team right now? Because uh, hearing some of the calls that have come in this week, obviously during a losing streak for the Brewers, it's been, gosh, I don't know if they're a playoff team. I was listening to Rami the other day, and he was asking, can we just assume that they're a playoff team? Where do you stand? Are they a playoff team? Are they a borderline playoff team? Are they still a World Series contender to you? Or are they not a playoff team at all? Where are you at with that? To me, I think the easy answer right off the bat is they're they're definitely a playoff team. Yeah. Now, I I can't say for certain whether or not they're going to win the NL Central. Rami is very adamant about them winning the will. NL Central. I think, I think they, they will. I think they will, but I think it's going to be typical Brewers Cardinals down to the wire yeah. for the NL Central and all that because I mean, look, we're getting the Brewers are finally getting healthier. Yes, I'm a wee show. But the Brewers are finally getting healthier. I mean, the Cardinals, though, they're Jack Flaherty is making his second rehab start, mm-hmm. so they're getting their ace back. Imagine the Cardinals doing all this, or the Brewers being in the Cardinals' place and doing this without their ace. Yeah. So Cardinals getting healthier. So I just think it's going to come down to the wire. So I can't say for certain whether or not they're NL Central champions or wild card. I just know that they're probably going to make it in there one way or another. But I, World Series contenders, I was there before the season began. And then the cruel reality of this offense just kind of smacked me in the face. I do think you are a World Series contender with this pitching staff. Absolutely. And the thing is, too, like, who are we to say they're not a World Series contender? Because 
if you get in the playoffs, especially in baseball, anything can happen. If you get hot before the playoffs, anything can happen. So with this with this pitching staff, you definitely have the caliber of being a World Series contender. It's just, man, the offense just holds me back from saying that they will be or can be. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air, but I do know that they are making the playoffs. And, and real year. quick, before I'm going to be that guy, breaking news. Breaking news on the fan is brought to you by the Beat the Streak podcast. Get an inside edge on how to win the $5.6 million prize every day this baseball season. Listen on Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast. I am going to be that guy. Christian Yelich got a base hit. Here we go. I was like, I was like did I just miss? Christian Yelich got a base hit. I was like, did I just miss something? And I look up on the TV and I see Willie Adams is bound. Like, oh, you're going to Two days in a row, baby. Three days in a row. Yeah. Three? Three in a row, yeah. Four hits oh. in the last three days. So now, now we're talking with Christian right. Yelich. What's coming we gotta, up on we gotta, Rami Before show? we talk about what's coming up on the show, though, we got to tamper expectations with Yelich me including like as soon as Yelich does anything for a couple games in a row I think we all want him like Bart's been saying we want him to be back yeah and a lot of people reverse fans might be saying oh Yelich may be heating up he's not like Rami and I saying <laughs> like Rami and I say he won't be back until he's putting the balls over the wall yeah and hitting home true. runs so singles are nice I was there on uh Tuesday and all of them were like basically infield singles except for one so it's nice to see him getting on base but Still need a little more from Christian Yelch. All right, coming up today on the Rami Show, Toby, I initially, you know, I don't know how many hosting gigs I get here and there, so I tend to talk about big picture stuff, not knowing the next time I'm going to talk. Sure. I initially wanted to talk about the trade deadline because it's so – that we all know that we've been saying before the season began that this Brewers offense probably was going to add a bat at some point this season yeah, before the trade deadline. Right, but then it got me thinking because I saw you guys talking about, you know, expectations and stuff like that. Toby – I say that dude on the Brewers offense, who's the first guy that comes to your mind? Uh, probably the that guy. That dude slash like captain of the offense. Willie Adamas. Right. For me, it's it's either Willie Adamas, Rowdy Telez, maybe even Hunter Renfro. I'll get into that yeah. a little later on. But then the second part of that question, all right, so you say Willie Adamas is that dude on the Brewers offense. Now, what is... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 